0: What's up, y'all? This is Imani Shani, and this episode of Live at the Family Barbecue is brought to you by my YouTube channel. Be sure to check it out. Subscribe, like, comment, please, please. It is youtube.com slash I-M-A-N-I-S-H-A-N-I. Thank you so much.
1: This episode of Live at the Family Barbecue is brought to you by Get Far Magazine, the number one magazine for you to go to if you want to get caught up on your black culture, man. So all you got to do is bring up your cell phone, bring up your tablet, bring up your MacBook, and type in www g-e-t-f-a-r magazine.com that's g-e-t-f-a-r magazine.com because we do it for the culture man we really do it for the culture so if your day is feeling down it's a little bit too lily white at work they're talking about casey Affleck winning the best actor they're talking about trump Just pull up your Get Far Magazine, man. Because the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. And the blacker the magazine, the sweeter the knowledge, man. So go to Get Far Magazine right now. Check us out. That's G-E-T-F-A-R magazine.com. Peace. Well, we here. It finally happened. Uh, First episode, live at the Family Barbecue. Me and
0: Imani Shani.
1: And we here to give you guys a little bit of that ism. Uh, talk about the culture a little bit The reason we started the show uh, Was to really give a family perspective One, to a lot of current events We think that's like The real you can be is amongst family. So we wanted to bring kind of that element to it It's not a Brother-sister combination I could think of In like the podcast world uh, I think it's like two sisters That might have one I'm not sure, I gotta check it I don't know if they really related or If they're just homegirls But uh, I think we definitely the first uh, brother sister combo. So yeah, we
0: the first. Feels good. <laughs>
1: How you feeling today? I feel good, man. I
0: feel like you feel me, like okay, important. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good. Well, you know, let's let's just let's just hop right into it, man. Um, you weren't here, but I just saw the Oscars and. Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. At the end of the day, bro, I really have never put a lot of stock into the Oscars. I stopped that a long time ago Um, because I just think it's not enough of us that are involved with, you know, with black culture uh, that are on the panels giving these uh, votes. And, uh, you know, I just don't think that people who aren't involved in our culture, they should be responsible for awarding us for what we think is great talent for movies, whether it be Denzel or uh, hidden Figures, of Moonlight, whatever we thought it was best. I think it should be people who are really involved with us, or at least make it, you know, a panel that's more diverse, um, you know, so we can get a better outcome. So I never really cared about it. I was glad for the folks that did win some of the Black Excellence. We stole on stage. Uh, Viola Davis got one. Yeah. Um. You know, it was a few. It was a few. I was proud for all of them. Though no, Moonlight got Best Picture after that crazy situation man steve harvey's finally off the hook shout out to him um i don't know how you messed that up
0: who was it that introduced
1: it was some old guy that used to be on i think he played B- Clyde in the old bonnie and Clyde movie so mm. yeah he fucked that up he was he was <laughs> <an> old. old <laughs> he was an old dude though so we're not gonna i mean i don't know uh, he yeah. seemed pretty honest when he was giving the stories. I don't know if he got the wrong envelope. I'm sure it'll come out in the next couple of days, but whatever. That was it. But I thought uh, Seth Rogen, he was dope on there, man. He had the air mags on, the old Back to the Future joints, the lace-up ones on stage with the tuck. So that was dope. So, Seth Rogen? Yeah, it was a couple of cool things. Oh but bad. yeah, at the end of the day, man, I just don't, I mean, I just can't. Uh, we, we just gotta stop relying on white people to acknowledge black culture, bro, at the end of the day. And I think that's for the Grammys, the Oscars, the Emmys. Not taking anything away from the ones who won it, like I said, because I want them to win because they feel like it's important. You know what I'm saying? If you showing up to it, you know, even if it's something I don't agree with, i like for them to win it. So, you know, that's my take on it. What you think?
0: I mean, I honestly stop watching the oscars uh i stopped looking at it as an award show a long time ago i honestly just watch it for the fashion at this point because i just Mm. think it's unfair um so for me i don't really pay attention like when people of color do win i'm like yes other than that i'm not really paying attention to it because of basically everything you just stated so to me it's more so about what people are wearing, what the fashion is. Other than that, I don't care.
1: That's a good point. That's something I wasn't really thinking about. I know I said the thing about Seth Rogan sneakers, but that is a good point because mm-hmm. I even find myself looking at this sometimes, too. I think uh, one of the dudes from Moonlight, he had like a purple suede. Uh, suit? Yeah, not even, I don't think the whole suit was, but I think his uh, his jacket was. And the pants were like regular black tux pants, but it was it was smooth. So yeah. that's right. That 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 is true, especially for fashion game. I think that's something definitely dope. And uh, I, you know, it's still good. to I think it's it's rare opportunities where we get all of those you know solid actors together at one point. So, like I said, you know they find it uh, something like they need to go to. So mm-hmm. you can't knock it. You know it is what it is. But yeah, fuck the Oscars, dog. At the uh, end of the uh, day. Uh- <laughs> in oscars. other words fuck the oscars man oh so let's let's talk about your boy man Because we talked about this a little bit in the car we went to uh google uh on tuesday they had a cool cultural event and on the car we in the car on the way there we had a nice little discussion about your boy lord gucci draco oh, you know what i'm saying man. versus chris breezy Chris Breezy seems to have called it off. No more fight. He said it's a uh, it's, it's real immature. Don't believe everybody else, but the fight ain't happening. I want to hear your take <laughs> because um, I have my take.
0: Chris Brown is an idiot. Ah, uh, I think from the gate, if that's how you felt, his first response after Soldier Boy first, first, first came out with this should have been what he said a couple days ago. That should have been his first response. That should have been, the, you know what, I'm going to be mature about it. Nigga, you was ready to go about a good three, four weeks ago.
1: They had the boxing clips up and everything. They be were sparring.
0: consistent. Be consistent and keep it real. You was ready for it, talking big stuff back to homeboy a couple weeks ago. Right. Now you're too mature for it. My thing is, I'm, I'm down for maturity, but that should have been said the first time not yeah nigga I'll beat your ass let's go nah what happened to that in the beginning that's my take on it so I think I I think it's whack like you get like at the end of the day they do this for like the fans you know and like a lot of the fans were like kind of hyped for it so it's just like at the end of the day like niggas
1: was booking tickets to Vegas niggas was
0: booking tickets so it's like you let your fans down
1: Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think this is the important part. Like, damn, Monty just said he an idiot. I don't know. Uh, It was uh, it was a bad move. Like, just because I think it speaks to a bigger issue, which is who who is guiding the young the young boys and all of this. Cause honestly, it's like you said, if that was the case, that should have been something they said from the jump. But that tells me it was no strategy involved in it at all. It was something he seen reacted to. And I think that's kind of the generation we living in right now where it's like, Oh, okay. Uh, I seen something. I got to respond right away. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't even put no thought into it because it's like you said, maybe if he would have thought about it, gave it a couple of days, whatever, whatever, even a week, talk to some big homies, uh, to his mom so I don't know Whoever And just had a chance To yeah. sit down And really Just think about it. It's like What you gonna get out of this At the end of the day You know Cause that's how he's feeling Right now You know what I'm saying yeah. If he's saying Oh you know We too uh, That's immature We shouldn't be doing it then that should have been the thing like you said from the jump but that happens when you don't have any counsel i feel like so it's like who's i don't know if it's the management i don't know if it's the people because a lot of people even master p i think he said it like chris brown got too many yes men around him and you can kind of tell like mm-hmm. people be around it for the hype you know what i'm saying because even if i was around them or i'm sure you or anybody with some intelligence it would have been like "Bruh, come on it's soldier you know, and then it made it worse with the whole Karuchi thing. I guess she ended up filing a restraining order against him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was something re- like he hit her recently. It had to be, I guess, mm-hmm. for her to do that. So it was just a bad situation. So at the end of the day, Lord Gucci Draco won. And I didn't never think I was going to happen. I mean, because it was no really, there's no side of it that Soldier won, man. I mean, not Soldier, that Chris won. He didn't have the better memes. He ain't had a better videos. <laughs> I like Soldier just went across the board. Like he had the more memorable moments of the beef. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Soldier Boy's brain went to mush a very long time ago. But in this situation, he won. His insanity and his idioticness, like he won. Like he that's one thing I could say about Soldier Boy, like, pretty much in anything that I've seen him in. He's like consistent throughout whatever he's going through with this thing. He said he's going to beat Chris Brown ass from the jump and he been ready for it (laughs) ever since (laughs) ever since. So, I mean, consistency is key. Like he was consistent with it. Like literally, I feel like at every moment, everyone was kind of waiting on Chris Brown's response. Mm -hmm. Everybody's waiting on Chris Brown's response because Soldier Boy is consistent and ultimately won
1: yeah i think it was one point uh uh soldier has said something like um you know we could be friends after the fight or something like that but we still gonna fight so he had actually said kind of what chris was saying like you know maybe it might not be immature he didn't say it in those words but it's like yo we're gonna be cool afterwards Mm -hmm. you know but we still wanted to fight you know what i'm saying so it was just like ah chris
0: honestly i would have preferred that than this back and forth beef that's probably still going to continue since now the fight isn't Them
1: niggas could have fought in the middle of the street like and we would have been cool They it, it didn't even have to go to the mgm like nobody had could have gotten involved like they was talking about contracts no if they really was about it or if he really wanted to do it they could have said yo meet me at lemur park we're right here in la we're gonna fight one round three minutes get it in and if you hear uh, our mom in the back, uh, our loyal listeners, yeah, that's shout we, out
0: to moms.
1: <laughs> we ain't get the sound room yet, but we wanted to get this out. But yeah, that's just how I feel. If they, if he really wanted to do it, man, they could have did it in the street. They didn't have to have nothing behind it. So if it was really about the money getting messed up and all of that, ah, that sound like an excuse. So Lord Gucci Draco Soldier wins. And speaking of beef,
0: enjoy that W,
1: brother. Yeah, enjoy. He, oh, he's gonna enjoy it too. <laughs> we we have not, we have not heard the last of Soldier through this man. It, it, it's gonna be real. It's gonna be extra real. And at least since we're on the beef thing, let's just touch on this Remy and Nikki. Oh my god! Way Rims. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remy, she's uh, that was that was a beastly. That was a beastly song, man. And I don't like anybody on the ether beat. Like, to me, that's like top two, three disc records of all time that probably uh, "No Vaseline by Ice Cube. And uh, I don't know. It's a few that could. Compete for that third spot, but she hopped on the ether beat and did it justice, bro. Like, I never thought I would hear that. Seven
0: minutes,
1: <laughs> seven minutes. Her. Seven minutes of what she talked of She talked about the booty dropping, she talked about Nick topping off the industry for beats, she talked about her brother being a pedophile. Like, it was literally nothing she didn't touch on in that song. <laughs> And I think she still got more entertainment, because I saw some video from her concert last night, and she was like, she freestyled another joint, and it was like, oh, she got more. Like,
0: I low-key feel bad for Nicki. Like,
1: Nicki can't respond to that. Like, I, I feel
0: bad for her.
1: She can't. She she doesn't need to respond to but that.
0: But she's, she's, Nicki Minaj is not a rapper. She's an entertainer. Like, mm. Remy is a rapper. She is a rap artist. Nicki Minaj is an entertainer.
1: So, you think Nicki's a little bit more pop?
0: Yeah, definitely. I definitely think she's more pop. Like, I mean, even just what her fan base, I feel mm. like you could tell by a fan base who's like real deal hip hop and who's mm. like pop and is going to make things. Because they're relevant for the time. I think mm. Remy Ma is going to put out whatever her heart feels. She's going to put out. Mm. Nikki is going to put out what's hot at the moment and what's going to bring in the income. But I feel like you know, at the end of the day, you it it's, it comes down to money for a lot of artists. And I feel like that's what it came down to with Nikki. Because like, why else you getting your butt done? Why you, like why else you getting your why else you getting your boobs done? Why else you know? For me, with Nicki, it comes down to money. She's not. She's not really hip hop.
1: Oh, honestly, that made a lot of sense. You, that's some good points. Yeah, that's some really good points because I think it is a separation between those That's like hip hop artists true to the game. Like you could tell, Remy like is in the park rap. Like that was like an era she came from where she would get like in the tell. park and start going in and. It was funny like how you just said money too, cause something that kept getting brought up on Instagram was like, oh, Nikki got more money, so uh she wins, she wins, she wins, she wins. And it's like I was thinking about this. And it's relevance versus riches. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Relevance versus riches. Riches. And I say that because today and I feel like in any time in hip hop, unless you are meeting on the street and it's just something like it was two crews and it's like, yo, battle my man, yada yada yada, whatever, whatever. Your relevance is gonna dictate the battle. So you got guys like it's been all sorts of people that talked about Drake, like I'll just use Joe Budden, for instance. He dissed Drake, and everybody's like, Oh, he flamed Drake. Like Drake, uh, uh, what's he gonna say to this? He gotta respond, yada 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 yada. And I'm like, No, nah, he doesn't, he doesn't. And I'm because musically, right now, or when they had dropped it, when he had dropped that song, he didn't have the relevance that Drake has, and that doesn't have anything to do with selling records, mm-hmm. it has everything to do with an impact on the culture right now. So, the reason that Remy can diss Nicky right now when it holds weight is because. And the last 12 months, all the way up, is a bigger record than anything Nikki put out in the last year. Mm -hmm. All the way up. They had that at the All-Star Game. They was playing it in the NFL. Mm -hmm. They was playing it on your favorite award shows. Like All the way up was probably the biggest record from last year. Like, or at least one of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can say, like, Remy had a bigger year than Nikki musically, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, for Impact Record. Because what, what song, like, can you think of off the top of your head that Nikki did last year? Because I was trying to think of it yesterday, and it was just like, I couldn't really think of anything in the last year that she got. Last thing, It was like stuff off like the pink print, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or it was something like, and I'm not talking about an Ariana Grande record or something like that. I'm talking about something like the culture, like like black culture is involved with. And we got behind all the way up. When that goes on in the club, even right now, Remy is on. She got that pedestal right now. Mm -hmm. So now since she has that behind her. She could drop the disc record and it holds weight because she had a bigger year than Nicki musically. So it's relevance versus riches. Yes, Nicki has the bigger pockets. But relevance right now, you can say Remy musically right now is more relevant because she got bigger records. And that's what I think it is. Relevance versus riches.
0: And almost every human is talking about that disc right now. So. Facts. <laughs>
1: it was the number one trending topic. It was so. the number one trending topic. Yeah. And it comes down to that. Like you said.
0: And she like, Remy is like smart and like she got a dope like, shout out to Pap like, <laughs> bruh, like she got one of the dopest realest dudes by her side ever. Period. Ever. Period. Ever. So she just like I'm I'm happy for her like she came out like on top you know like after going like after being in jail she out. I
1: think she wanted that y'all. I think yeah. she wouldn't have picked the fight, but I think she was she was like, yo, if I get that <laughs> if the opportunity presented itself, like she was going to go in. Period. And uh Nikki presented the opportunity when she uh she talked on that Gucci track, so.
0: Was she uh, that's where that's where I was kind of confused cuz I don't really I was unsure if Nikki had taken direct shots at Remy before or if it's all been subliminal or like
1: it was subliminal. She dropped a record with Gucci like last maybe a couple of weeks ago. But
0: speaking she, of Gucci is ten seventeen PM.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, ten seventeen shot Gucci <laughs> Bricklord. But um yeah, she has said something slick on Gucci's uh record and yeah, Remy said, Oh, okay. <laughs> But I'm going to say your name. Yeah, I'm going to say your name. You're not going to have to worry about who I'm talking about. So, yeah, I just challenge anybody, challenge anybody that's listening. Go back and think about the beefs that you've listened to. The real ones, the real beefs, where it was records back and forth. There was relevance. It was a relevance thing. The relevance outweighs the riches when it comes to dissing. And please, please. Check me. Fact check me if I'm wrong. 50. Ja. Relevance. Nas J. Relevance.
0: Facts. 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 Even, facts.
1: think about it, Jim Jones and Jay-Z. A lot of people forget about that. The only reason Jay-Z responded to Jimmy was because he had just dropped his biggest record of all time, a classic, balling. If Jimmy doesn't have balling, he doesn't get responded to. So, I challenge you. Go out. Listen. Relevance versus riches. Hashtag that. Hit me.
0: Get back to us.
1: Real quick. JaVale McGee. And there's been a little bit uh, a little bit added to this. JaVale McGee and Shaq got into it. Shaq has his Shaq in the Fool segment where they just... Clown on players that do dumb stuff, dribble the ball off their football, hit them in the head when they're trying to dunk something. Mm-hmm. So JaVale McGee took offense because this has been going on for five to six years. And it's like, yo, I feel like it's affecting my career. Shaq, listen to me. And Shaq was like, fuck that. So he kept dissing him. <laughs> he kept dissing. And uh, basically JaVelle called Shaq a coon. Shaq got a little upset. Coon, coon, <laughs> he called him a coon. <laughs> he called him a coon, but he's not the first person to call Shaq a coon. Coon, yeah. I mean, there's it, been some people questioning that with Shaq, with him dressing up in chicken suits on that stage and doing some stuff. So JaVel ain't the first person to say that. Yeah. I'm just saying. So anyway, they got into a war of words on maybe like a couple days ago on Thursday. And I'm going to read you one of these tweets because it was that funny. But they were getting to a back and forth, basically. Um,
0: this is what he said to Shaq or what Shaq said to
1: him? They was going back and forth. But this I'm going to read you two of them because uh, Shaq has said, listen, man, um, I don't know who you think you. Uh... No, no, no. Matter of fact, JaVale said, yo, you know, eat a dick. Like, what?
0: <laughs> Like, for real?
1: <laughs> Yo, he told Shaq to eat a dick, man. So then uh, Shaq responded. I'm going to paraphrase for you because I can't find the tweet. I'm going to paraphrase for you. Okay. But Shaq said, look, I don't know who you think you're talking to. You on some new team. You think you're good. I'll smack the shit out you. Like, this is what Shaq said. Shaq said, I'll smack the shit out you, <laughs> JaVale McGee. So JaVel McGee responds and said, oh, you making threats now? You ain't going to do shit, old-ass bastard. Quit. <laughs> kick, <Wait>. kick rocks.
0: Quit. <laughs> <Wait. laughs>
1: no. Yeah. JaVale McGee said, JaVale McGee said, old oh, bastard, you ain't going to do nothing. So then, another wrinkle that hopped into it, uh, KD and Coach Kerr, they said some stuff. They said Shaq need to quit it out. But JaVale McGee's mom said something today. mm She said it was a case of cyberbullying because uh, you're doing this and it's affecting someone's career and then someone takes offense to it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just one of those situations that we all go through. Sometimes we got the friend or not even the friend, but you could be in a situation where we telling jokes. But when one person becomes the center of the jokes, now it's not funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it's a room with 10 people, but... 90% 90% of the jokes is going on one person. Now it's a problem. And I think that can happen. Like, that could definitely happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a case of what happened. And Shaq, well, he just probably he took it a little bit too far. It goes a little bit too far when someone is affected by it. Because the coach has said he had pre, uh, misconceived pre-notions about uh, JaVale. Because he thought he was dumb because of this. And, you know, other players were saying the same thing. And even people I was tweeting, they was like, man, JaVale McGee, I was saying when the Warriors signed him, I was like, yo, that's dope. Like, they signed him. They was like, Why he dumb. And I was like, why you say that? You are checking the fool? I'm like, damn, all right. So mm-hmm. I think once it starts affecting someone's livelihood and their money, their bread, and, you know, you just got to stop. Like, you can't have your, your ego can't be that big. Like, to be so caught up in your jokes that it's like, yo, fuck what he think. Like, this is what I'm doing and it's cool. It's like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. So that's just what I think about it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I agree.
0: That's pretty
1: shady. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It is. It is pretty shady. And, um, you know, Shaq said he's done with it, though, because his mom told him to stop. His mom called him up and said, yo, he need to stop. It ain't funny no more. And I agree. I agree, man. We got to get over it, you know? I didn't
0: realize it had been going on for that long, five to six years.
1: Yeah, my Um, thing is, like, nigga, don't
0: get mad when he's call you a coon.
1: Like, I mean, you've been calling him an idiot. Like, so, I mean, what's the difference? He said him calling me a coon is like him calling me a nigga. Well, you calling him stupid is like you calling him stupid, so. Right. I mean... so it goes swing both ways you know so it is what it is but yeah you just gotta get over that man but uh hopefully that's the end of it man and we'll see what's up shout out to the warriors 10 insecurities my g
0: dang
1: 10 insecurities
0: shout out to the youtube imani shani hook me up
1: (laughs) talk to us about that bro because i enjoyed it
0: 10 insecurities give us the whole title too it is 10 insecurities that men have that women actually like mm-hmm. posted on my youtube about a week ago mm. and um it was funny i was i did this video with maremba shout out to maremba and at first we couldn't think of we couldn't think of too many insecurities but then we started thinking of one two and then they started kind of flowing in but I feel like a common factor in all the insecurities, majority of them we felt like men were insecure about because of other men. Mm. Not because of what their girlfriend or wife might think, not because of what their family or mom might think, but it was because of what their niggas might think
1: <laughs> that's a fact
0: so, i just feel like that's so like at the end of the day like duh like your, your friends are your friends your friends are your brothers but at the end of the day like you are going to get married and have a family and children with a woman so stop letting dudes get into your head so much about things that are so small. Like one of them was getting manicures and pedicures. And.
1: Nigga keep them woman. I keep them nails clean. I do. I don't know. I got homeboys that chew that shit up though. So that's, I don't know.
0: That's horrible.
1: Yeah. I mean that's just my personal thing though. Or you know. But it should be dictated like you said on. You know if it's a personal thing. Like if you like that. Then like do it. Don't let your boys like dictate what's cool to you like right. Right. That's <laughs> like, like i know like i keep my nails clean i may not get a, many all the time but i'm doing my own joint because i just don't like my nails like dirty and you know looking a certain type of way that's just mm-hmm. how i am you know so that's my thing but you know
0: and women can appreciate that like that's cool like honestly like i read something about why men should take the check majority of the time on dates And um, one of the reasons was because women, nine times out of ten, a woman is putting a lot of money into keeping herself up. And it's for her, but at the end of the day, like, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, women usually like getting manicures and pedicures. We like pampering ourselves. Right. We like getting our hair done. We like getting facials every now and then. Right. Most women get waxed. Mm. A lot of things we do for ourselves are very expensive. But at the end of the day, men can agree that they appreciate those things That's a fact. that we do. So it's like with us keeping up that upkeep, you know, it's nice. And I, I completely agree. It's like not to down men, but it's like you guys don't have much to like really, you know, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, so you're talking about like if they if you're together, like boyfriend, girlfriend type thing, picking up the check type.
0: Yeah, I feel, but definitely, definitely, I don't think, um, I think women should definitely spoil their man every once in a while, but I'm saying majority of the time, right. I would say for a man to treat his lady on whatever date they're having. Mm,
1: it's going to be some niggas mad at you all for that.
0: I mean, they probably single. <laughs> you feel me? At me
1: yo at the end of the day though nah you if it's your girl like I I definitely agree with that unless it's something like you know uh, are you guys having an arrangement it should also be based off like you guys gotta know where each other is at too you know what I'm saying like you know motherfucker, know your situation is is bad don't be going out expecting him or her it might be her too you know, to pay for everything. It just ain't going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen. You got to be real with yourself. Like, that's what it's about, baby. It's about communication. There
0: you go, boy.
1: That's what it's about. But, nah, like, uh, I definitely agree, man. But, uh, yeah, we just got to stop letting people dictate what's cool to us, man. And be good to your girl, man. Stop.
0: Shout out to that.
1: And stop being better to your, to, to your boys than you are to your girl, man. I thought that. an interesting one I saw, though, was the, uh, the music joint. Mm. I like that. Because like you know, if I'm in a, you know got a little shorty, you know what I'm saying. I like Ooh, to listen right? to everything, you know. But sometimes that we ain't even talk. Like I do, got to pop in my future. Like you know what I'm nah, saying. Shout that's out to cool. Hendrix. But I'm saying I like mm-hmm. to switch it up sometimes too. You know what I'm saying. So it's all good. So I definitely feel you on that. It's like yo, bro. Like you know, pop in that whatever, man. If you listening to share. You know what I'm saying? If you're okay. listening to U2. Okay. Maroon 5. All right. You know, whatever it may be. It's cool, bro.
0: And you just gotta... It's not
1: testing your masculinity if you're not listening to something that Metro Boomin just did, nigga.
0: Oh, my god! <laughs> and also, too, especially with, like, what this generation is trying to call rap and hip-hop these days, like, majority of it is about... Money, killing niggas, <laughs> drugs and sex. Like that gets fact. so that gets so tiring to listen to. Not that like, and I understand though. Like, a lot of times I'm not listening to lyrics because these beats be so cold. So right. I, I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I completely get it. But at the end of the day, you have to realize how repetitive what a lot of these artists are saying nowadays. And how that is completely tiring to a lot of women. And it low-key should be tiring to you men as well. Like, how many times can you talk about a certain drug? Or how many times can you talk about sex? Like, it's just it's just getting to be too... Like, people are just finding new ways to talk about the same stuff. <laughs> but, nigga told
1: me the other day Future been making the same songs for the last... <laughs> For the last six years.
0: But I'm not gonna like,
1: lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I was like,
0: mm
1: hmm. I just you, bitch, mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I was like, yeah, you're right, but nigga, I still gotta put this uh looking exotic on, bro, cause that's my song. It's like, yo, I think it's like you said, it's just about having balance. And I think it's like where everything in life, man, balance is a key to like, just your whole personal life. It's like, you should have balance in the movies you watch and the people you're around um, and the music. I so it just gives you more variety, more things to talk about when you're around different people. You don't want to be a one-trick pony. You know what I'm saying? So, And that right? goes back,
0: too, though, something mom told us, just about having someone on your team that's, like, different or better than you at something. Mm. Like, I mm. do not understand stocks to save my entire life. Mm. But working in accounting now, I linked up with a coworker um, who's older than me, but she's like, man, I wish I would have started at your age. Like, I'd love mm. to talk to you about stocks, et cetera. Mm. It's like, dang, now I got her on my team, you know? Right. Like, it's good to have different people on your team for different things. People that speak different languages. I got friends that speak Arabic, Spanish, Chinese. Like, just have a different... Have different people around you. And, you know... Make sure you bring something to the table too, as a friend. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, I think that's
1: super important. Yeah, it is because I feel like if you if you don't have anybody pushing you to be better, like you in a you putting yourself in a stagnant position. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, if it whether it's like you said with stocks or business, like have yourself around people. That's why. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like having so many.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Future voice, mm-hmm. I'm so groovy. Nah, but like having mentors, man. Like real talk, like having mentors, whether they be from college or just everyday walks of life. And mentors are different. Like you got professional mentors, you got spiritual mentors, you got money mentors. You know, like you had said, like and I think that's just something we don't take seriously enough. Like it'd be like, yo, why is your why is your big homie only like two years older than you, bro? Like, Um. right? (laughs) That's not enough. Like, you're always in high school at the same time. That's not enough, bro. That's true. Like, you gotta have some people that's really live some situations that you just ain't there yet. And until you have that around you, like, I feel like you stagnating yourself. So it's important that we progress, brother, sister, become more intelligent by the people you're around, the books you read, the music you listen to. Like, it's all vital to your growth. Period, and that's period. a fact. And um, I'm going to Bowie next week, man. So I should have a couple interviews for us coming back. So that should be extremely dope. Bulldogs. Bulldog. Bulldogs. Hey, we oh. just won the CIAA championship too. That's really lit. That's, that's lit for a show. Ay-oh. What you and uh, what you talking about on the uh, YouTube this week?
0: This week. That is a great question. I feel like I'm still figuring out my flow. I'm a little all over the place. But I think I'm going to tap in with my homie Nayeli, who is the fashion guru, mm. and talk about some um, some fashion. Mm. And how to get the look for less. Because let me tell you, the struggle is real sometimes. If you got it, you got it. But if you don't, I got you. So check out check out my videos this upcoming week to talk about fashion and how to get the look without breaking your pockets. Still be fashionable for men and women.
1: Yeah, that's a fact. We need that because you got to find different and better ways to dress, man. Like, to dress. Like, in this cheap way, Oh, bro, I be telling people so much. Like, I got, like, this Burberry sweater out of Nordstrom Rack. I think it was, like, this time last year, matter of fact. Burberry sweater out of Nordstrom Rack. That drum is marked down from $1,000 to like $60, bruh, bruh. At the rack. Boom. At the rack. Right there. Like, we booming. So I think, yeah, it's like you said, that's important. Uh, I'm trying to get Short Dog on the interview next week. We should be talking about, you know, black history, things like that. That's affecting college students. My man Mo. hopefully Marcus will get on one of these for us. Um Oh, yeah, we're just going to be uh very lit, man, like extremely lit, so, you know.
0: This was dope.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, and um, we're going to give you guys uh, that fire, man, that flavor every week. We just wanted to let you guys see what we was about a little bit. A little, you know, quick hitter episode, 30 minutes, ain't going to take up too much of your day. And, um, yeah, anything else you want to say, young moms, before we get up out of here?
0: I think I want to... End with asking you something about your day today. Oh my goodness! And something about a family barbecue. Like, what? What's your favorite thing on the menu at the family barbecue? At the family
1: barbecue, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I be having to get these uh, y'all. The baked beans usually be. Dang, hidden.
0: you really, my brother. Blood. <laughs>
1: The bake, yo, the baked beans, Loki be hidden. You toss a
0: little bit of extra barbecue sauce the
1: on the baked beans, though. And then don't let them come out Dang, with the I links, agree with, you. with the links with no pork in them, no, bro. The like, the
0: like, slightly spicy john.
1: Or, like, oh, with the spicy, mm-hmm. the, slicey, the mm-hmm. slightly spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Future voice, mm-hmm, 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 Get them on the bun, you feel me? Throw a little barbecue sauce on that thing, you heard me? Facts. And then we're going to have... They're going to make sure they got the shots, the sodas out there. That's good. The, that's the black brand for the sodas at the joint, so, you know.
0: All right. Next and final question I have for you is, since we saw it today, your thoughts on... <laughs> What happened at the mall?
1: <laughs> it was an inside joke. It was an inside joke. We... <laughs>
0: we'll fill you guys in next week.
1: <laughs> we'll fill you guys in next week. But on some real stuff, right, last movie I saw, Split. <laughs> Like John, I saw was Split, and <laughs> Split that jo- was such a good movie. Yeah, Split was lit. Split low-key.
0: was such a good movie.
1: And then you finally saw Unbreakable, right?
0: Yeah. So it all through. it all made sense.
1: M Night Shyamalan is my dude, man. Like I really like his movies, man. Like only I mean I know everybody brings it up, but that Village shit was weak, but. He's my man. I like signs. You ain't even see Village. No. That's how I know. Like, it was trash. Oh, okay. But, like, Signs, Unbreakable, six cents. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Devil was a good one. Um, and this one, like, was dope, too. So, I'm excited to see how he followed that up, man. So, if you haven't seen it, go check out Split. That's definitely one of the ones I'm checking for, man. Checking for.
0: Cool.
1: And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. until next week, One Love, Peace and Blessings. Love and light.
0: You so, like, irritating, low key. Like, you always got some super dope, like, really just, like, dope stuff to say when you begin and end. But, like, you feel me? Hakuna Matata enjoyed this. Like, <laughs> see nigga. you next week.
1: Yeah, I mean, a nigga can't never go wrong with Hakuna Matata. But anyway, y'all,
0: peace. Peace out.